Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that permanently has set in place the official hosts, your official hosts that have officially been confirmed and officially been nominated and officially by the book, everything is properly, absolutely done podcast of all time, speaking of which, I have with me a co-host who, whether or not anything is done properly, he is, and always will be, the world's greatest podcasting co-host in history, it's Mr. Everett Farnell! Steve, I can tell you, I just hired an interim assistant, because (laughs) I was having some problems getting all the paperwork together for the proper assistant, so I just said, I'll just call her an interim assistant, and then I'll do any paperwork or anything and we can just she can just work and then when she's done she can be done actually nice? technically yeah that's what you do you hire a uh an intern you're an intern sure that's what i said or you're uh you're on a trial you hi i i actually i you know okay so let me just uh, dear listener the lesson learned from donald trump this week if you haven't heard because i know as we record this all the news is all about the Mueller report and for some bizarre reason that we won't get into here but someday someone will have to explain to me how the Mueller report has been out in full in the public for weeks, and yet Congress is grilling the Attorney General over his interpretation of it from weeks before when, who cares, the report's out already. I mean, whatever. But anyway, with all that stuff going on, also happens to be I saw something posted on social media by from one of my favorite anti-Trumper Facebook friends, and uh, he put something about how, hey, uh, Trump, we don't have a Secretary of Defense. I think it was Secretary of Defense. We haven't had a Secretary of Defense for five or six months or something. Are we ever going to get one? Well, because technically what we have is we have an interim Secretary of Defense because Trump has figured out, and that's the lesson learned from Donald Trump this week, is that Trump is, has learned, as the whole anyone paying attention has over the last two years, that no matter who he nominates and no matter what they're nominated for, they are going to get crapped on. He's going to get crapped on. Everyone on earth that even has ever heard the name Donald Trump is going to get crapped on for anyone he nominates for anything, no matter how qualified, no matter how perfect, no matter how innocuous the position is. He's going to get crap. He's the most evil person. They're the most evil person. All the, op, uh, the, the photo ops and the snippets on all the cable news shows are going to come out from all the grilling questions that are going to be asked. And, and then you're going to have trouble getting your nomination through. And then you're going to have to use up political capital to call in favors. Will you please vote for my guy? And then you have to owe them a favor. And Trump has figured out a way around the whole damn thing. I just don't nominate anybody. No more nominations for nothing ever. <laughs> other than, of course, if he gets another Supreme Court thing, he has to go through all that again. But for these other things, secretary of this, secretary of that, second, who gives a rip? Somebody got to him and said, hey, I found this loophole, Mr. President. All you have to do every time, because it happens, and maybe Trump came up with it on his own, because he was like, wait a minute. Uh, the guy left. 
I put in an interim the next day, and how come nobody had to vote on that? Nobody got to interview him. No Congress had to approve. No Senate hearings. No anything. How long am I allowed to have that guy in there as the interim? Well, let me see. We've gone through all the laws and all the statutes, Mr. Trump, and we found that, like, there is nothing. Nothing says how long he can stay. Nothing says how long before you have to actually nominate somebody. So what do you think Trump's reaction to that was? Well, then guess what? I'm done. That's it. He's the guy. (laughs) And so, yeah, we have an interim this and an interim that. And this thing, this article was saying, like, we have more interim temporary cabinet members than in the history of the United States. And I was like... Damn, that's awesome. That is just pure Trumpium awesomeness. Well, well, Trump goes through goes through these guys so quick anyway because he hires them to get something done, and once they get that thing, that's done, right because he's he transactionally hires them for a purpose. Once. Then he, they're yeah. done. We need someone else, and Congress is going to go crazy to to approve the person. So, so Trump so says, "Screw time, that." Yeah, by the time he gets around to getting the next person, that it, it's just easier. You know, he it, it, it's. It's the entrepreneurial way, and that's really the lesson, is to not take the first bit of resistance, not take the first no, not take the first you can't do that, because generally speaking, there's a way that you can do something. I'm not allowed to make guarantees about the results of my product because of the regulations for the business I'm in. That's okay. You can make a guarantee that you'll be on time. You can make a guarantee that uh, people will be happy with the service they receive. You can make a guarantee that, you know, obviously doctors... Exactly. So let's take... So perfect example, you take the legal industry where where lawyers will... You know, when I say, like, well, you see, you have your website, you don't have any testimony... Oh, they, they talk to me as if I haven't not only have a law degree, but have had, like, 45 different law legal law firm and attorney clients over the years, and I don't know this, they, they inform me in their informative voice, oh yeah, no, we're not allowed to use testimonials in our industry. I'm like, really? Uh, like you just said, you can get, yeah, do call- people like when they go to a doctor's office who are not allowed to use results-based testimonials, but does anyone like when they have a 10 a.m. doctor's appointment at the doctor's office and at 1045 they're still sitting there being ignored? So if exactly. you just have a guarantee, we guarantee to seat you within 10 minutes of your appointment time or else your visit is free, guess what? You will be the most popular doctor in town. My attorneys will put out, I had one attorney was great, I had her put out a no legal mumbo jumbo guarantee. Perfect. And she said, you know, that's very unprofessional to say mumbo jumbo. Go, that's right. But it's also very human. And that's how people talk, and that's how people think, and that's what matters. And if it was nowadays, I would say it's very Trumpian, because everyone, oh, Trump, he talks like a sixth grader. That's right. He talks like the guy sitting next to you at the bar eating a McDonald's burger, because that's how he talks, and that's who he's talking to. So that's the same thing in this case, the no legal mumbo-jumbo guarantee. So don't tell me you can't have guarantees if you're a lawyer. And don't tell me you can't have testimonials if you're a financial advisor. You can, you just, as Everett just said, you just find yourself a way around those regulations like Trump found a way around going through the heinous nomination uh, uh, process, which is simply an excuse for spewing anti-Trump venom all over the place for days. He said, screw it, I'm taking all that power out of their hands and I'm getting around it. You know, we had another way, Everett, back in my door-to-door sales days, or For our loyal listeners, they know I had a door-to-door sales career for nine years. And once in a while, there's a town, and we all knew, everyone knew, of course, that that town requires a permit. 
Now, it's only 25 bucks. I mean, but if you were there every day, that's 750 bucks a month. I mean, that's 500 a month for just the weekdays. Like, that's $6,000 a year to have a permit for that town. It's exorbitant. But we will go there once with our stuff for one day and get around to as many businesses in the town, as many areas in town as we could, and get to as many people as we could in one day. But we, the smart ones, like I was taught by someone smart, so I became someone smart about it, I would not go into town and make the first stop town hall and spend 20 minutes getting my photo taken and fingerprints and filling out paperwork and paying 25 bucks and getting a permit and then attaching it with a pin onto my shirt and being all proud of myself. Screw that. I would just get to work. So we know we need a permit, and we just get to work. Now, we are going door-to-door, not the homes, but the businesses. We're very prominent. We are, I'm not saying let's go in all the back doors and we're hiding and we're doing this surreptitiously right. so no one notices. No, we're very conspicuous about the whole thing. And sure enough, the cop would come pulling up and go, hey, I don't see a thing pinned to your whatever with your picture on it. Like, do you understand that in this town, oh, no, I didn't know that officer, even if it's the sixth time he stopped me. It's like, oh, I forgot this town, right, I forgot. Because as we've learned anything from Trump and everyone else, that's the greatest answer you can ever give to anything. You just say, I don't remember. <laughs> so, and now, now we would just do the math. So we would say, look, if he got us at 9 a.m., and we know there's loads of money in this town. By the way, there's extra loads of money because, because of that permanent thing. Guess what? Lots of other salespeople are kept out of the town because they're like, that town's they're unfriendly to door-to-door salespeople. We're not paying for the permit. We don't, that town doesn't like us. We're not going. There's plenty of other towns to go. So we have some pent-up demand in this town to buy stuff, and they're not being pitched by 17 things all day. There's no vacuum cleaner salesman coming through, and then the, this guy and the copier salesman and the whatever salesman, the knife salesman. The, ah, we're the only game in town. So... We would, if they caught us first thing in the morning, we would say, let's do the math. We know we're going to make 150 bucks here. Let's go give them 25 bucks as quick as we can and get back to work. But if, man, they hit us after lunch, uh, I'm not so sure about that now. We've already made 100 bucks for the day here. Am I really going to go take half an hour, drive over to the thing, fill out the paperwork, get my picture taken, wait till they put it on the thing, and blah, 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 and pay them 25 bucks for only another couple of hours? No, that's it. We're scramoosing out of the town. So we would make our decision, but like Everett is saying, we would not just simply say, oh, those are the rules, therefore this is what we have to do. We would figure out, as Everett said, it's completely entrepreneurial, figure out a way around when someone in authority tells you, oh, you just can't do that. Entrepreneurs hear that. And dear listener, if you're listening, you're an entrepreneur, so you know that. When someone tells you you can't do that, your immediate reaction is, I will find a way. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump when they say, oh, you can't nominate so-and-so for the whatever because we're going to call you an evil, gargantuan, orange guy, red thing, what, we're going (laughs) to trash you, we're going to trash them, we're going to trash your whole family. You can't do that. He says, I will find a way. And dear listener, that's what you got to do. Well, Steve, and and I wanted to give another example because it's such an amazing example that I love so much. Uh, and I and I talk to people about this uh, regularly, but if if you're not familiar with the Kenneth Cole story, so Kenneth Cole Productions is actually a designer. It's a fashion company, but it's called Kenneth Cole Productions. The reason it's called Kenneth, the reason the name of the company is Kenneth Cole Productions, is because years ago, when Mr. Cole was first launching uh, uh, some some women's shoes, he wasn't able to get into a show. So what he wanted to do is take a semi-tractor trailer and park the tractor trailer on the sidewalk or on the road in New York City outside of the uh, uh, outside of the show. 
Brilliant. To which um, they, uh, 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 to which the, the the people in New York said, "Yeah, no, um, that's not." You know, that's not what we, we don't do that. You can't just uh, park a semi people, unless you're making a 10 yeah, minute delivery. You can't park a big truck on the yeah, street in New York the, City. The only people who can park a, a truck for an extended period of time in New York City is a production company when they're filming. So he opened Kenneth Cole Productions and he got a license to film a documentary outside of the fashion show. And of course, you know, the, all the all the cameras had they had no film in them and but they were walking around, quote unquote, producing the documentary, uh, while all of the buyers who were going to the fashion show were walking through and looking at the shoes that he had, uh, the shoes, the, uh, the shoe uh, brand that he was launching. And so he kept the name Kenneth Cole Productions. But what a wonderful way of saying, okay, wait a second, we're not, we're not going to take no for an answer. Just because you said that I'm a fashion company and I can't do it, well, then who can? Well, only a production company. Good. Now I'm a production company. Let's do it that way. Love what it. do we got to do? Doesn't matter. <laughs> we we got to exactly. get out of the show. Exactly. Because for entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs, we will find a way. We will find a way to reach our goal. And you see, Donald Trump is finding a way to reach his goal of having somebody in place to advise him on that area of government. And if it's going to be impossible because the anti-Trump forces in the Congress say, oh, yeah, well, if we vote to confirm that guy, then you have to give us amnesty for all the illegal or whatever. You have to vote on it. And he says, you know what? I'm going to find a way around that. So I'm going to get my guy in that I want, and I'm not going to have to owe you anything to vote to confirm him. And all oh, the anti-Trumpers hate that. Oh, there's separation of powers. You're a dictator. No, Congress gets to approve. You don't understand. And Trump says, what you don't understand is there's an entrepreneur in the White House, and the entrepreneur finds a way around when he's told you can't do that. And that, dear listener, is the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. Now, as always, do we not, Everett, have an even better tip to share with everybody for free as our advanced tip of the week. We absolutely do. And if they go to lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com, they can get a copy of that. Uh, they, can, they can see that advanced tip for free. They can go pick it up at lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com. Yeah, forget seeing it. We're even going to help you implement it right into your business and start making money from it. So get the heck over to lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. You don't need a permit. You don't need permission. You don't have to change the name of your company. You don't have to be approved by the Senate. Go over to lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com right now and get back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.